What's going on, podcast world, podcast family, um, rather church voice family. That's right. right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my new that's my new thing. I'm that's gonna just it. start saying church voice family. Um, but Spencer Davis here, back with another episode of the Church Voice Podcast with my co-host Tyler Rhodes. What up? All right, and we're back with another one, and we're excited to be with you guys. We are on video yeah. for the first time in a while. This this podcast actually started. So just to give a little bit of history on the Church Voice podcast, we actually started as a Q&A mm. during the pandem- pandemic, 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 and um, and we started just as a Q&A with the pastors, just a way to engage. And so this is kind of what it's become. So it feels really good to be back on camera yep. again because yep. we... We haven't done that in a while, so yeah. Um, but here we are. Um, obviously, podcast platforms on YouTube as well. So feel free to follow us on YouTube as if video is your thing. Um, and of course, here at the Church Voice Podcast, it's all about building the body of Christ through a variety of voices, and we do that through the avenue of church history. And we yep. are completely su- sponsored, supported, and recorded at Christian Center Church here in South Bend, Indiana. Uh, visit us at christiancenter.org. Yep. It's always a lot to get out every single time. It is. It is a lot. But yeah, check us out over there. And uh, yeah, so Pastor Tyler, how was your weekend? It is Tuesday. We don't typically record on Tuesday. No, we so don't. So how was your weekend? Because obviously we have Mondays off right. here in the office. Um, we're giving a lot of details about our... <laughs> You're giving a lot of details. <laughs> I'm just an open book today. I'm an open book. But uh, yeah, how was your weekend, bro? It was good. It was good. We were just really mainly just prepping for family to come into town. Yeah. My whole my whole side of the family yeah. is coming in. There's five of them, five yeah. of them jokers coming in. <laughs> so they're keeping Parker. We've got a youth retreat. Shout out to any of the youth Come or on your now. families who are watching who are going on the retreat this weekend. So excited for that. And uh, we were just prepping for them. It was really good, yeah. though. How was yours? It was, <laughs> you thank, like the fact that I thank asked? Thank you for asking. I never asked. Yeah, you never yeah. asked. Don't expect that to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> no, my weekend was good. Uh, my family is still out of town. So, like, I've been like a bump on a log at home. <laughs> like, it's just been it, – dude, like, you – it's so crazy. And I was praying this morning. I'm like, I'm like, God, I want my family back home <laughs> because and it's crazy because when they're gone, it's like, man, I just want a minute to myself. And then you get a minute and it's like, what do I do with my life? I know. So it, that's, that's it. been my life. And come to find out, I was expecting to pick up Taylor and the boys uh, actually last night, but she ended up getting a flight for Thursday uh, she changed her flight uh, just to spend a little bit more time with family. So I'll be picking them up on Thursday. But I'm like, man, I you know you don't realize until they're gone. It's like, man, I need that. I need that extraness because my, yeah. bo- my my wife and my boys are extra in the best way. Right. In the best way. Right. But I'm like, I need I need all of their extra in yeah. my life. <laughs> While my wife and daughter were on vacation, I was like a depressed lunatic. Dude, it's horrible. It was so bad. I didn't realize because I'm like a I'm not a I'm not a super emotional dude. Everybody has emotions. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not like I'm pretty mild on his like the expression side of things. But I didn't realize how much of an emotional jolt they were for me. Yeah. Like without them, I was like I was a roller coaster. Like Eeyore one minute, Tigger the next. Yeah. It was just yeah. like all over the place. Yeah. And I didn't I thought that I was 
stable for them. I think the opposite <laughs> is true. I think they were stable for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they, it's like a certain level of consistency. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when you've got nothing but your own time on your hands, it's like, what do I do with it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you just get lost in your free time. It's yep. like, but I think yesterday I finally got into the, you know, into a little bit of a groove. I went to the grocery store. I cleaned up the house, you know, just because I was ready for them to come home. So I'm like, right. let me get everything prepped. And then yep. she calls me and is like, yep, uh, we'll be another two days. <laughs> and I was like, what? The house is going to be filthy by the time you get home. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm glad you had a good weekend. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into our topic because I want to I want to give us some time today uh, and, and we wanted to talk about something that is very, uh, it's a popular topic in the church. Sometimes it's a popular topic, uh, not for good reason. Um, sometimes this topic is a reason why people leave the church or have a bad taste in their mouth about the church True that. because of the perspective of this topic. And we want to talk about the big G word, and that is not God, but God. well, yes, God, <laughs> yes, God, but but we want to talk about giving, um, and we want to talk about giving from some different perspectives and and what it really means to give in the Christian sense, um, because as Christians we are called to be givers, yeah, um, and and again, not <laughs> we're not talking about sowing your thousand dollar seed so God can bless you. We're not. <laughs> We're not. Although we're, we are going to take up a special yeah, offering at the um, end of the episode, Cash App, Dollar Sign, Church Voice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't. We do not have a Cash App. We're not going to Dollar give you Sign a, CCC. <laughs> you know what it is. Dollar Sign Spencer Davis. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we are not going to take up a special offering as we talk about giving today. As honestly, as most churches do, when you talk about giving, True. it's like. We want you to give a little bit extra yeah. today. Yeah. We're not going to ask you to give anything but your ears to this conversation. We're taking up a love offering. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I hate that phrase. It is I the worst. I absolutely hate it. It is it's the worst. It's so terrible. It is the worst. So <laughs> we are, we're, but we are going to talk about giving. So Pastor Tyler, I know that you had um, a quote and an individual. So go ahead and introduce our uh, historical guest today and... and uh, Cue up that quote for us. Yeah. So, y'all, we're going to be talking about Mother Teresa today. I mean, when you like... That's a heavy hitter. It is. When you think about giving, one of the first <laughs> one of the first people that comes to your mind is Mother yeah. Teresa. Yeah. And it's she's a backhanded, like, insult from, from people who, who think that, like, it's like, who do you think you are, Mother Teresa? Yeah, you know, so it's true. like... Yeah. So, she's... She's up there. If you're yeah. if you're used as an insult for like self righteousness, <laughs> you're you're up there. You've pretty done, high. You've done something right. Yeah. I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, and it's so interesting. It's funny you say that because she really has, I think, become a caricature mm. of even who she really was. She's yeah. almost become an idea. Yeah, really than just the person that she was. <laughs> and what's crazy is is yes, she's used as a caricature and like as a, as an insult clap back of yeah. you know self-righteousness. She was actually a controversial figure yeah, she while was. she was living. I mean, yeah. there was and she wasn't a perfect person like like everybody that we talk about and everybody that's ever lived. But she was quite controversial, but I wanted to give a little bit of background. I know people know a lot of these things, mm-hmm. but there's some of this I did not know yeah. that I thought was so cool. So she was born in August of 1910 and uh, died in September of 1997. 
She was honored as a saint in the Catholic Church in 2016, which was cool. She won the Nobel Peace Prize. Did you know that? The Nobel Priest Prize. The Priest Prize, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, they should make that. Okay, that when should you be said an award. it, I was like, that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> that should be an award. We might have to start yeah, that. The yeah, Nobel only Priest for the clergy. Prize. <laughs> <laughs> the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. I Actually, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in 1950, she founded the Missionaries of Charity, a Roman Catholic religious congregation and, and missions organization. Mm. It was, so she had over 4,500 nuns. She was overseeing that many nuns. Um, and they were in 133 countries as of 2012. So here was, here's where some of the things that they were doing. Some of this I knew, a lot of this I did not know that this is what they did. They managed homes for people who were dying of HIV or AIDS, uh, leprosy and tuberculosis. They ran soup kitchens, soup kitchens, dispensaries, not the kind of dispensaries <laughs> we have in the States. Let's, let's clarify that. There is no leaf on the marketing of these dispensaries. It's quite different than... <laughs> that's not why she was controversial. <laughs> she was a pioneer. She was a pioneer. <laughs> Oh, man. Wouldn't that be ironic if it was the kind of dispensary they were in hey. the States and she's a caricature of self-righteousness? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right for our yeah. culture. Uh, dispensaries, mobile clinics, children's and families counseling programs, orphanages, schools, all sorts of stuff. That's a lot. I mean, it is a lot. And it's, it's a lot more than I thought. I knew yeah. the orphanages thing. Yeah. And I knew the giving to the poor. Well, that was it. I didn't yeah. know the other stuff. Yeah. The giving to the poor and the, like, that's just synonymous. Like, yep. I don't know why that's just what you think of, yep. but that's a lot more than what we may have heard or, or known overall about, about Mother Teresa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, and what's interesting is that as you and I talked, we thought she was a great example of giving because it was about more than just giving money. Yes. And that's that's probably going to be one of our main thrusts today as we talk is giving is so much more all-encompassing than just money. Yeah. But I wanted to share the quote that she gave. There were several quotes we could have used from her because she was pretty radical in what she had to say. But she said this, God gives us things to share God does not give us things to hold. Mm. So good. Mm. So good. And I I think first and foremost, that's a theological statement. Yeah. I think before that's a statement about us and what we feel obligated to do, I think that's a statement about God and what he's already done. Yeah. So just to kind of tee it up, I'm not going to go off on a rabbit trail here. <laughs> you can. I give you permission. <laughs> but I think it's important to say that that we give as a reflection, as a representation, and as an outflow of the giving of God. Mm. So God fully gives of himself when he gives Christ for us. Yeah, Christ fully gives himself for us in obedience to the Father, in the mission of God, you know, to, to redeem and renew and reconcile the whole world. And then the Spirit fully gives himself on the day of Pentecost and indwells in all of us as believers when we're born again, and continues to fill us, what? Full. Yeah. And in in turn, so God gives fully, Christ gives fully, the Spirit gives fully, we give fully. Mm. Like that's, to me, that's the theological trail that we have to follow yeah. Yeah. and really say, okay, giving isn't just something a Christian is supposed to do. Yeah. It's not just something the church is asking us for. No, because God is given fully, 
I give fully. Right. That that the fullness of God dwelled in Christ and Christ dwells in us through the yeah. Spirit. Okay, so we give fully. Yeah. Like to do, me, we, it just yeah. to me it naturally follows. Yeah. And so in order to give of ourselves fully, that means that the the complete, the whole of myself. Yeah. The the complete and all all encompassing aspects of myself is what I give to for God to my neighbor. Mm. And I think that that's an important it's an important point to make cuz yes it's money and yes it's resource but oh man it's time uh it's energy it's it's thoughts it's prayers uh it's it's encouraging words. I know one 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 of my professors Dr. Chris Green, he you were you were listening, you and I were both listening to a message that he talked about and he said one of the things he said that was so profound was everything God does for you is not for you. Yeah. It's for your neighbor. Yeah. And when I first heard that I thought, well, I, I don't know, you yeah. know. God's doing a lot in your boy, you know. I mean, he just <laughs> he's been working on me, you know what I'm saying? But what was so interesting was he used the example of Jesus mm. that everything Everything that was done in Jesus, none of it was for him. It was all for his neighbor. Yeah. Well, because he had no he had no need. <laughs> he had no need, exactly. Yeah. And he is the picture of That's what it, of of he is our perfect representation of God and our perfect example of what life with God looks like. Mm-hmm. And so if we really are full of the spirit, then he's then everything that needs to be worked on is being worked on. We're taken care of. We have no need in that mm-hmm. way. So what we do is when God speaks to us, yes, it's supposed to get in us, but it flows through us to our neighbor. Yeah. That the ways that God has blessed us, yes, it's supposed to get down in us, but flows through us mm. to, to toward our neighbor. Yeah. So what did Jesus say in John 8? He says, to, for those who believe, rivers of living water yeah. will flow from their belly. To me, this is part of what that means, that what God is doing in me through His Spirit He's doing through me to my neighbor. Right. That the encouraging words he speaks to me, I need to speak to you. Mm-hmm. And the encouraging words he speaks to you, you need to speak to me. So that we're both being fed. Right. We're both being edified. But it's not radically individualistic. Yeah. That that's really what the Christian community looks like, being givers, especially for the least of these. Wow. So I wanted to tee it up in that way, and I thought... I thought Teresa was a great example of the fullness of giving, what yeah. it looks like to give your whole self for your neighbor. Yeah. Well, and I love I love what you're saying because it, you can read that even in that quote. Like one, well mm. number one you can read that in scripture is oh, that yeah. is that we like everything and if you if you really look, if you really look, if you and if you look at it through the eyes of Christ and through the eyes of like the true gospel is that truly everything, everything in the New Testament that you read, it's it's all about, it is about other people. Like, yes, God is doing something in you, but it is it's it's about everyone around you. Yes. And it's about it's about giving of yourself completely because I, I love what you're saying because it's it you can read that in what she said. Absolutely. Because she said, God doesn't give you anything to keep. Exactly. <laughs> but to share. Mm-hmm. And so that anything is not. And when we think of giving, all of our giving is monetary. Mm-hmm. All we think of, like, m- a majority of our mindset behind giving is monetary. Yeah. All money. Yep. All the time. That's that's just what we're taught. Like, that's what we're conditioned to believe that giving is. But giving is everything. Giving is everything. And we have to understand that 
We have so much more to give than our money. And if you look at Jesus, he didn't just give money. He didn't get like, and he, he didn't did, even have a lot. <laughs> right, he didn't have a lot of money, and his his ministry was supported by by women of means, and so it's a he, great point to make. He, <laughs> he he didn't give money. He didn't mm-hmm. go around just throwing money at things. He gave fully of himself. Yes, and the gifts that he had, his ability to teach, his ability to to speak, his ability to heal, his he gave everything. He gave his time. He gave his energy. He was all over the place. But he wasn't just throwing money at things. He mm-hmm. was giving fully of himself. Yeah. And ultimately, we know he gave his life. Yeah. But but bef- all, all the while before that, he was giving completely of himself. Mm-hmm. And so we have to like shift our mindset um, from just giving monetarily to giving to giving of ourselves. And so because we all know people who have who just throw money at things. And I think we all have heard of the stories, whether it's in our own personal life or it's, if, it, if it's a close friend. I mean, I know I don't come from a lot of money. So like I didn't experience like my parents just throwing money at a thing or just, you know, hey, here's here's this, here's that, you know. But we all have heard of of people and, and children and families where the parents just throw money at a thing or like just throw money at their kids and like, hey, you can have this, you can have that. And, and like, but they're not there emotionally. They're not there physically. They're not there spiritually. They're not pouring into their kids, but their kids have everything they could ever want. And like, that's what we can do in in our Christian walk and in our churches. If we're just throwing money at stuff, Right. Our, our, our heart and our time and our gifts and our emotions are not involved because we're just, we're, we're, we're making sure we're paying our tithe and a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not what really that's not what real giving is. Right. You know, real giving is is serving in in whatever capacity you can serve. It's coming in and saying, where can I be of value? Where can I be of service? Where can I give my time? And like, and I, we're not just saying this because because we're pastors. We're not just saying this because we're in the ministry. We're saying this because I think I know, I know that I've seen the fruit of that in my life. And I've seen the fruit of that in other people. The people that come to you and just say, "Hey, look, where where can I where can I give?" And and they're not they're not holding out their wallet. They're holding out their the, themselves. Right. They're saying, "Where can I give of myself? Where can I give my gifts, my talents, my abilities a, 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 as an offering? <laughs> as right. an offering to this church, as an offering to God? Like that is the the best way that you can give." So, I guess what we're saying is that like Giving begins first with yourself. Yes. Giving begins first with your time, your gifts, your abilities, whatever you can do, doing it, you know, and giving in that way first. And then the monetary can come after that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, money matters, but it comes secondary, maybe yeah. even tertiary yeah. to to giving of ourselves and, and giving of all of those aspects, like you said. I remember, too... Uh, and we actually talked about this guy who I'm going to mention. Yeah. But I was actually, it was out of the same book, too, that we talked about. Mm. Uh, Henry Nowen wrote a book okay. on on Christian ministry. And we talked about it. It was on the episode about contemplative prayer. Yeah. Henry and Nowen. Go check that out. Contemplative prayer. Check that episode out. <laughs> yeah. A, a Swedish Catholic priest who's one of my favorite authors of all time. Just the way he talks about the, sp- the spiritual life is incredible. Yeah. But he said this during that talk that eventually became a book. 
He was talking to room full of ministers, pastors, priests, all this. He says, the greatest gift I can give you and the greatest gift you can give your people is your full self. Mm. Usually, we give people our false self. Mm. We give people the self. That's what Thomas Merton called it, an old Christian mystic. But he called it the false self, the false self that we present to people, the self that is cropped and edited, mm. the self that is uh, who we, what we want to say about ourselves, yeah. not who we are. Yourself with a filter on it. Self with a filter on it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Let's put it in like, you know, know modern I'm talking day context. cropped and edited. Yeah, <laughs> no, like you got a filter on. <laughs> yep, yep. No, that's exactly right. So give yourself no filter. Give yourself no filter <laughs> that our pains, our struggles, yeah. our vulnerabilities, our stories, our concerns, our doubts, and then our successes. Yeah. And our our victories and our knowledge, like giving of our whole selves, our our marriages, yeah, broken and all that they mm. are, our our children, like all of these things, giving of our full selves to people because we're never really gonna build each other up until we start giving in its fullness. Yeah. Because here's the thing: how can I touch the fullness in you if I'm not using the fullness in me? Mm. Like how if I haven't opened up myself to the fullness of the Spirit, working in the fullness of me. That's that's one struggle right then and there, mm-hmm. to really even let God into our true self, to act like we can hide yeah. in Him. I think one of the biggest hiding places in us is prayer. Mm. That's the place where we should be most open, mm-hmm. but that's where most of that religious lingo comes out, Yeah, where we don't really bear our hearts. God knows our hearts. Everything is laid bare before Him already. We know that. But I think we don't trust that God sees us completely mm-hmm. and yet still loves us. Yeah. And what we have to remember and that is... that stops up our giving. That stops up the giving, exactly. Because yeah. if he's not dealing with the fullness in me, and then once that is being dealt with, if I'm not revealing that fullness to you, mm. I can't help you in that way. Mm. And you can't help me and vice versa. And we have to remember that line... In, in the Gospel of John, John 3.16, we, we quote it all the time, but I hope that it has more weight here in this moment. For God so loved the world that he gave. Mm. Like, if I, if I love you, I'm willing to give the fullness of myself so that you can experience the fullness of God in your life, and vice versa. Yeah. Whoever it is, the neighbor that, that comes across... I need to be willing to give my full self to them. Yeah. Does that mean I share everything with everyone? No, it doesn't. And and does that mean that there's things I don't share with anyone? I, I do. I yeah. think there's things that's between us and God that we don't share. But I've I've got to be willing for that fullness to come out. It's not going to come out in every moment. Yeah. I'm not going to tell my whole story to every single person I ever meet. Yeah. But when the moment presents itself, I know God is working in in His fullness in me if I'm, boom, willing to share in that moment, yep. whatever it is I need yep. to share about myself, yep. whatever it is I need to let that person see, I'm going to let them see it if I know that they're experiencing God in that moment yeah. and being drawn in closer to Him. And so I think I think that this mindset, I think that money almost becomes another thing we give, yeah. not the thing we give. Right. Like the like, And like you even said, the secondary thing we give, the thing after... Really, it is our our whole selves that we're giving, and I think one way that's huge, and I'm not going to go on a long ta- tangent about this, 
I think one way that's huge and one way that is a good litmus test yeah. for, for how we're giving. And so family, anybody who's watching or listening, use this as a litmus test because this convicts me all the time. I know I'm a giver when I deal graciously with interruptions. Mm. There was a professor at Notre Dame. Then I'm a great giver. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just super distracted at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that when when someone needs something and it's not convenient, mm. what's the level of my giving? Yeah, there was a professor at Notre Dame. I forget his name. I'd have to look it up. Henry Nowen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he actually was a professor at Notre I Dame know, for a I while. Know. <laughs> but he, this guy said, he said, I I used to think that interruptions distracted me from my ministry until I begun to realize that interruptions were my ministry. Mm. And you look at some of the greatest healing miracles, stories, words of wisdom and knowledge, these these powerful moments that Jesus had in his ministry, so many of them were interruptions. Oh, yeah. So many of them were times where he was going to do one thing and someone come and in and stop him, him from like doing it. And we preach them like the best thing and that we, ever happened, which, we which do. They are, they're amazing, amazing yep. things. Yep. But, but looking at that, mm-hmm. looking at that very principle right there is that is that a lot of those miracles were were distractions yes. from where he was going, from his pursuit, from his next destination. Yeah. He stopped. Yeah. To me, the one that sticks out, and there's so many, one that sticks out is the woman with the issue of blood. Oh, yeah. Because he's on his way to, to Jairus' house to heal his daughter, who is is everybody thinks is dead. He just says asleep, because, and she is dead, but he knows yeah. she's about to get up. Right, right, right. <laughs> and he's on his way to that. There's a crowd of people there, everyone pressing in on him. And yet, because he is so in tune with the Spirit, when she touches him, he notices it. Mm. He's so aware, so ready to give, so, like I said, in tune with the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, that when someone is close to him who who needs something from him, he automatically notices it. And in a crowd full of people, he feels that the power go out when she touches the hem of his garment. And we always use that to say, you know, we've got to be walking in so much power that people touch us and they're yeah, healed yeah, automatically. Yeah. That's not the point of the story. Yeah. The point of the story is that Jesus notices and he stops. Yeah. He could have kept it moving. He could have kept it moving and said, yeah. somebody received their miracle. Hallelujah. Mm. Whoever it was, whoever it was, <laughs> who was it? Who was it? Hallelujah. <laughs> he, he stopped and he dealt with it in that yeah. moment. Yeah. And not only that, but he spoke to her mm. and, he, and he dealt with her. And he ended up giving her so much greater of a healing, the mm-hmm. healing of salvation. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so interesting to me because salvation and healing for Jesus was was recognized more often than it was coached. Yeah. Whereas with us, we try to coach people into it. Mm-hmm. We try, okay, you know, come up to the front. All right, do this. You know, pray after me. All these kind of things. Jesus recognized the faith people already had, and he responded to it mm-hmm. with healing words and healing actions. Mm-hmm. To me. That's what it means to be a giver, yeah. that we're we're recognizing what people need in the moment, even if we're on mission towards somewhere else, yeah. doing something else, or I've got a long task list. Can I stop and really deal with that person as they are and what they need and instead of just going on about my day yeah. or instead of just, hey, Judas, give her a little money. Let's right. go. Right, we got to right, keep right. it moving. Right. And, it's, and what's so interesting is that's what Peter tries to tell Jesus to do, mm. not the money thing. 
but but Jesus is like, who touched me? And Peter's like, okay, who ain't? Right. Like, dude, we got to go. Oh, it's a whole crowd. Like, there's yeah. this whole crowd here. Like, yeah, come yeah. on, we got to keep it yeah, moving. Yeah. Jesus resists the urge to keep it moving. Yeah. And to settle down and really deal with that interruption mm-hmm. because it was a God orchestrated moment. Yeah. And I, I just I feel so convicted a lot because I'm like, how many opportunities do I miss to give because I'm not aware? Mm. And I and it's it's dangerous to say, but but I, I, I try to pray. I don't do it enough. God open my eyes yeah. to the needs of those around me. Yeah. So that I can be ready in that moment and quick to give. And I'm actually aware of what's going on yeah. and how I can give rather than being so consumed with myself. Yeah. No, and that's a hundred percent true. And, and and I just I feel led to 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 rewind a little bit to that to that part of us that stops up the giving. Because I and I just want to say this, in no matter no matter what state you're in, right? No matter where you think that you are in your Christian walk, your full self is is better than any monetary gift. Yes. To to give of yourself is of more value than any amount of money that you can give. And so no matter where you think that you are, no matter what makes you feel unqualified, I guess, to give of your time and your gifts and maybe you're like I'm not gifted or I'm not I don't have anything to give in a sense of like but but here's the thing, we all have time. <laughs> we all have time. And the thing about the thing about time and the thing about being able to stop, the thing about being able to pause and just man, when a when a need arises, just being being available. Like the thing about that is that the thing about giving of your time is that you you can't get that back. Right. So so naturally that's going to be more valuable because here's the thing you are going to make another check mm-hmm. you are going to make more money mm-hmm. you are going to there there's always more money to be made there's not always more time you the time that you have is and and we know like the world tells us every every self help book will tell like time is the most valuable thing so to be able to give that to an individual they that and here's the thing if you if you really look at it and if you look at how people respond to us when we give them our time dude people respond differently they do people respond differently when we give them our time when we take that time to pause when we give them a minute like i have to use this as an example and maybe it's the spirit maybe it's just my my <laughs> crazy brain but like we've got we've got someone on our media team right who um who he's made this connection with this this um this older Asian woman we call her we call her his his Asian grandma now <laughs> but like I'm serious and this woman brings him I mean loads and loads of amazing like Cambodian Thai type mm, come on now. wonderful food like she like she brought in some like shrimp soup last week Ooh. with like with pork and vegetables and like I mean, she brought in a whole spread for his entire family. <laughs> no joke. No joke. Man. And she does this on a weekly basis. Man. She makes egg rolls. She, I mean, she'll bring him a whole thing of egg rolls. Oh, I had one of those Bro, last egg, time. Like, oh, my and goodness, And she calls y'all. them Jesus egg rolls. And like, <laughs> no joke, these are Jesus <laughs> egg rolls. Like, the anointing is upon it's these true, egg man. rolls. I've oh. never had an egg roll like that in my life. It's so good. And like, and she's being such a blessing to him. But here's the kicker. And we're like, and we're like, and his name is Wes. Shout out to Wes. But like, we're like, Wes, like, 
why is she doing these things? Like what, like what, what is going on? Like what, what, what did you do for her that she's doing all these things? And here's the, here's the thing. And it's going to, it's going to shock you. He had almost a, pretty much a singular conversation with her. And he, he sat and he listened to her talk about her family. And like, she said that she, rem, he reminds her of her son. I think that, I think her son had passed away, mm. you know, or whatever, but like, it was, it was literally a singular conversation with this woman. He sat and he listened to her talk and she just talked about her life and whatever. Well, I don't even know what they talked about, Yeah. but, but he always says like, I just, I just, I just listened to her. And like, and, and now she's just like, and it's not even like a, 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 a debt that she's paying or anything like that. Right. She's just wanting to be a blessing right back yeah. to him. But it's because he stopped. And, and I think it was on a Sunday morning. And we know being in ministry on a Sunday morning. Especially media. <laughs> bro, like he's got a task yeah. on his hands. Yeah. And he could have been like, I, you know, hey, I, I love what you're saying. Thank you so much. Da, 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 and just moved on. Yep. But he stopped and he paused. And like, obviously there's a major blessing with all this food afterwards. Yeah. But nonetheless, there was something that 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 she was deeply impacted by mm -hmm. and obviously she's showing that by by her reciprocal giving but like she was deeply impacted by that conversation yeah because he just he gave her that time yeah and so i just want to say like you may not you all all you may have is a listening ear in the moment and i'm not saying just let people go on like because there's people who will just burn up your time yes. with conversation yes. so you have to discern that but like maybe all you have is a listening ear in the moment. Maybe all you have is a is a brief word of it. Like, but you have something to give. Yes. You have something to give. And and you giving of yourself is far more valuable than any dollar amount. Right. So I just I think that's 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 a good place to start. So first of all, you mm -hmm. give of yourself. Yes. Because I want to go into obviously the next portion of giving or that that secondary portion of giving, and that's money. And and so like how how do we give how do we give monetarily um with 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 the right heart mm -hmm. and, and doing that the right way? Yeah. What, what's what's something that you can like that you would say about about giving monetarily? Yeah. To me, I I think you said it. To me, it's not about the amount. To me, it's about it's about our heart heart posture. Yeah. I I will, like, if I believe in someone, first of all, this is just first. If I believe in someone, the ministry that they're doing, uh, if I see the fruit and they're bearing it, I'll, I'll give whatever. I'll, I'll give whatever. And I, I think I think it's important to discern ministries mm -hmm. and discern people who are doing kingdom work, who are serving Jesus and advancing the gospel and to give radically more than we have to those kind of places. Second of all, I think it's important to to give to the local church because that is the mission of God in the world is is through the church. Mm -hmm. And I I do think it's important to give, and I I do think it's important uh, to bless. But then, thirdly of all, and I I would really we're say... we're gonna stop for an ad. Um, this is at Church Voice Podcast. Um, be sure to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cash app. Nice. That was. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. We're about, about to do that. 
but and so I, I do think that's important. And thirdly, and I would really say this is the most important thing to give to those who can't give back. Mm. Jesus even even said it. He said, "Don't throw a banquet for your family, or for uh, your leaders, or for the Pharisees or scribes. Throw a banquet for the poor, yeah. for the blind, and for the lame, yeah. because they can't pay you back." Mm-hmm. And I think that that's I think that that's important to remember that Jesus said, "When we give to the least of these, we're giving to Him." Mm-hmm. He said, "What you've done to the least of these, you've done to me." Yeah. To giving to those who can't pay us back, whether we think they deserve it or not, mm. giving to those who can't pay us back is giving to Jesus. Yeah, it, it is the same, and we we ought to give like it is Jesus, mm-hmm. and and give money and give of ourselves in in those moments. And I I think another way is is for children. Children can't pay us back, and to me, that was that's what Mother Teresa is most known for is the way she gave to children. And I understand, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these orphanages and stuff that she built, you know, giving to projects like that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so important to to give to those who can't give back, to give to the ministries that we believe in, and then to give to the local church. Now we might sit back and say, "Well, that's a lot of giving." <laughs> That's, you know, there's because there's so many ministries and people I believe in. Yeah. There's so many great causes to give towards, so many churches I attend and other churches I believe in I want to give to, and so many needy people out there, the least of these who need my giving. How am I going to have enough to spread around? The answer is simplicity. Mm. The answer is a self-sacrificial lifestyle that says, I'll go without everything I want so that you can have what you need. Mm. And that's the way the early church was. We read through Acts, it says there was no one needy among them because they were all giving. They were all sharing. It goes back to what Mother Teresa said. God has not given us anything to hold, but everything he's giving us, given us is for us to share. So when we share that money and that resource amongst each other, what would this isn't, okay, this isn't some weird socialism. People, so many people go there and it's it's usually conservative Christians. I'm just going to say that, okay? Yeah. Not that these are bad people, but they almost always go to the Marxist socialism thing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about sharing with the needy. Yeah. Not talking about some political or governmental structure. We're talking about our duty yeah. as give, being people who give fully as God has given fully to us that there there shouldn't be needy people around us. Mm. There just shouldn't be. We should, and I, and I can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. Someone who's rich can't do it alone, but but when we band together mm-hmm. and we share in the way that we need to share, then there are a lot of issues in our area that we can solve just by being givers and by giving to those who can't afford to give back, and and by doing that we have to live simply. Yeah, have to to take on that lifestyle. And you mentioned it earlier about Jesus; he didn't even fund his own ministry. You know, other people, givers, yeah. funded it. And you just you look at the impact that ministry had, mm-hmm. and you look at those women of means. I mean, come on, yeah. they have a share in that inheritance. Yep. That when I give to Jonathan and Samantha Abernathy or our Father's House in Indianapolis, Indiana, when I give to places who are doing kingdom work, I've got a share mm-hmm. in the fruit that they're bearing. And we've got to remember that yeah. it's not about what I'm losing as far as money; it's about what I'm gaining as far as as far as having a share in what they're doing and what God's doing through them. 
And of course we know we can't outgive God. No. Every I mean, God just he blows my mind with the way he gives to us. Mm-hmm. And he always does, but we don't give because we know we can't outgive God. Right. That's that's manipulation. Right. We give because God has given to us, mm-hmm. knowing he will give, thanking him that he continues to give. Yeah. But but we give out of love for God and out of love for neighbor. Yeah. No, and I I 100% agree and I think another uh, to take it one step further is is giving in secret um and giving with the heart just to give cuz like you said I think I think so many times we we give in an attempt to manipulate. Oh yeah. And I think we see that in scripture when the Pharisees are addressed and it's like it's like, don't, and Jesus says, don't give like the Pharisees who like make this announcement on the street corner and say, I am getting ready to bless. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, no, 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 no. That's what we do on Instagram. Oh, though. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. But we do. We, we do. do. We do. We do it on Instagram and on Facebook and on TikTok. And we say, like, hey, like, look what I'm, look what I'm doing and mm-hmm. look what I'm giving. Now, I'm not saying that that's not spreading good yeah. because because it is. It is. But but like what impact is it having on that individual? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what impact what re- cuz there is a level of reward in giving, okay? Yeah. We we know that. Like you mm-hmm. said, there's a share. Like yeah. when we give, we have a share in what yeah. God is doing in that situation. Now, the thing about this whole giving in secret is that when we give openly and when we make that announcement whether it's through social media whether it's even to an individual like so many times i think we we like we look for that opportunity oh, to yeah. talk about what we did oh, yeah. and it's like Definitely. yeah you know hey, i just you know i i gave this homeless person 50 bucks just cuz i mm-hmm. you know i had a 50 on yeah. me, you know yeah. or whatever oh, like, we'll find a way oh whatever and it's like like someone could not even be talking about giving and it's like yeah like someone could say the word like mcdonald's and you're like yeah i gave i gave this guy like you know 20 bucks at mcdonald's yeah. it's like i gave him a half eaten mcchicken <laughs> <laughs> or someone I'd be like, yeah, the Chicago Cubs won last night. It was like, yeah, that's so great. Speaking of Chicago, <laughs> it's such a uh, such a such an unfortunate place. Sometimes there's a lot of people who have misfortune. Speaking of misfortune, there was a guy I came. Across. It's like okay, and like you create this ladder to <laughs> We're what you did. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's so true though. And like what Scripture says is that like when we do that. We have a reward. Yep. And the reward is with man. Yep. The reward is like, if I tell you what I did, there's my reward. Like, yep. you think that I'm, like, doing good things. And, like, yep. I'm I'm spreading good, which is wonderful. But that's where our reward stops. Yep. Right? Our reward is right there with yep. man, with whoever sees what we did. Mm-hmm. We have that reward. That's fine right. and dandy. Right. But what he says is that he, like, he when we give in secret— our father sees in secret. Yes. And like some manuscripts say he rewards openly. That's disputable among, among some people. But nonetheless, he sees in he he sees in secret and, and there's a reward there. Yes. There's a reward in heaven when we give in in discretion and in, in privacy and in secret between us and God, yep. or even between us and that individual. Yes. Because I think about so many times that like when we broadcast like our giving, how does that make that person feel? Right. Like I think about the Pharisee on the street corner giving to that to to whoever they're giving to, 
Like, how does that person feel in that moment? Right. You know, and like so many times I feel like it it, it cuts that line of discipleship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It cuts that line for us to really, to really pour into them. Right. To really, to really come alongside them because they see that we're we're getting the glory. Like that's our reward mm-hmm. is is broadcasting whatever we're doing for them. Um, but but how to are we able to dig a little bit deeper with them? Are we able to right. have a like are because ultimately all of our giving, all of our giving, giving of ourselves, giving of our resources, giving of our money, every bit of our giving should be to bring people to the knowledge and revelation of Jesus Christ, to ultimately bring them to a place of salvation, Mm -hmm. to a place of following Jesus. Yes. All of our giving, whether we're giving to a specific, because we're giving to that specific ministry because we believe it's leading people to Jesus, right? And even in our private giving, we have to give believing that it's going to lead someone to Jesus. Mm -hmm. So if we're broadcasting it, or if we're not giving in secret, we're 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 getting our reward immediately right. right instead of instead of having the reward of one pouring into that individual and and letting god bring that increase and right. and, and letting our reward be between us and us and him right but again that that line of discipleship i feel like is much more open when right. i say like look when i know you whatever whatever you're going through right or whatever your need is and i say look no one no one knows no mm-hmm. one sees no one whatever yeah you know that that follow up is different exactly you know what i'm saying the follow up looks a lot different than mm-hmm. if i'm like <laughs> if i'm on like hey bro like yeah. you know i'm on instagram or i'm recording it or i'm you know talking about it or i bring you up on stage you know like that's just it just looks a lot different yeah you know and that follow up is 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 different. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm really trying to lead you to Christ or if I'm really trying to get you to that place in 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 Christ. Right. That looks a lot different. Right. And if I would I am willing to bet that broadcasting our giving is almost never the ministry of interruptions. Mm. Because it's so staged up. Oh yeah. A lot of the time. Oh yeah. You know, here's 100 Here's 200. Yeah, you yeah. know, the waitress is sitting there. Here's 300. Yeah. You know what? That's not enough. Here's 400. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I just sit there and I think I just don't see how that can be spontaneous. Right. I don't see how that can be we're full of the spirit and at any moment we're aware of what he's doing in us and in our neighbor and bam, we're ready to act whenever we need mm-hmm. to. Because that you don't always have time to set up the camera. Get everything ready. Yeah. Get people in the right spot. Get what you want to say. Yeah. And even then, I understand spreading good, and I understand wanting to inspire people to give. But giving through inspiration is not the same as giving through transformation. Mm. Giving because I've been changed by what God has given me, and giving because I saw somebody else give, and it was a cool moment. It's different. Two different things. It's different. Two different things. It's different. Because the inspiration that comes from seeing what other people do is going to wear off. It's it's going to wear off, and and at, at some point I have to be giving because I've been changed. So even then, I you know, and I, I understand the spreading good part. There's so much evil out there and sin yeah. and bad. But e- even then, really to me, and and maybe this is a bit too far. I tend to do that. Yeah. But really to me, unless God says to broadcast it, 
to me, the natural inclination should be secret. Yes. To give in secret yes. unless we specifically. Yeah. Or like if the person we gave to says, hey, can we, you know, can we tell people about this? Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, Jesus didn't tell the woman at the well to walk around with him and shake hands and kiss babies and tell everybody. No, she went. Yeah. Then the whole city came looking for him. Right. So that's that's kind of the way I look at things. No, it's true. And, um, it's true. But that to me, that's it's it's to me the secret giving is so important. It's critical. And should be that the first inclination. Yes. Rather than the last, because as you said, those likes on Instagram, people being inspired by what we do, saying, "Oh, look at them." That's, that's your so reward. That's the reward. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've <laughs> got job. your reward. Yeah. Well done. That's, yeah. That's a good reward. Yeah. It ain't the reward the father gives. Yeah. It's hundred percent, mm -hmm. and the, and the father's reward is much is mm -hmm. much better, much greater. Mm -hmm. You know, again, even if even if it's in heaven, and we you know we yeah. get it when we <laughs> when we get there, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, but the father's reward is so much better, and that that goes for our our giving of ourselves and everything that we have. Exactly. You know, again, going back, just just say the quote one more time: God doesn't give us anything to keep but he gives us things to share. Mm -hmm. And so no matter what, we we give and we give and we give. And like giving isn't easy. We get tired. We grow weary in well-doing, but we have to just continue to give. And so let let that be the word for you guys yeah. today is that is that whatever you can give, give it. Give it. You know, yep. give it in secret. Give it in, you know, with, with a pure heart and give of yourself first. Yeah. And give, in cheerfulness. In, Scripture it, says yeah. God loves a cheerful giver. Be a giver. cheerful giver. Be happy. <laughs> exactly. Be a happy yeah. giver. Yeah. And so that means in your service, in your time, in those interruptions, give of yourself. Yes. Give of your resources and, and, let, and let God do the rest. All we got to do is give as, as Jesus gave. And that's our life. Yep. That's our life. Yep. So Church Voice family, thank you so much for, for listening to this episode, watching this episode. Um, we just pray that you are blessed by it. Um, have yep. a blessed rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. But be sure to uh, follow us on Instagram at Church Voice Podcast. And I dare you, I triple double dog dare you to leave a review if you like this episode. Triple double dog uh -oh. there, man. That's, you know, you, that, back you in can't the, go against Back that. in the day, like that was it. Like you had to do what I don't the person care, said. I don't care so, what somebody said to triple, me. If they said triple dog dare, it's getting done. Hey, you gotta, you gotta, no matter how dangerous it is. <laughs> So triple double dog dare you <laughs> yeah. to leave us a review, show us some love. Uh, but we just appreciate you guys so much and we'll see you in the next episode. Yep. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Peace.